1: hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse.
0: This is the Jesse Kelly Show.
1: It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Let's have some fun on a Thursday. And the week is... Almost over the weekends, almost here, and it's going to be a fun show tonight. We're going to dig into a little bit of endorsement Republican primary talk tonight. Somebody's confused. Why did we do so well in so many Wisconsin races but you, but lose that one critical Supreme Court? And we'll talk about that. Why you need to move. Thanks, Kathy Hochul and the New York Democrats for proving that again. Stuff happening at the FBI. A long list, courtesy of the Federalist of Big Corporations, we need to avoid, but where we should go in return. It's not just what we don't do, it's what we do do. Afghanistan, China, I just said do-do, Chris. Did you catch that? I just said do-do. There are more really, really hurtful accusations that Chris is not real. Someone laid that out. Uh, We'll get to that email in a little bit, but first, I'm going to address this. Oh, symmetrical one. A light ball went off last night listening to your show. Since Donald Trump won the presidency, he's become the great distraction. Liberal media uh, talks and attacks Trump 24 seven. Low T GOP feels the need to defend him 24 seven because they don't play offense. And yet with all, while all this is going on, the commies have stolen the rug right out from under everyone's feet making serious progress store, towards stealing the country entirely, uh, so on and so all right, All right, now, let me explain something about this, because I've had this sentiment before. I will never say it's Donald Trump's fault that the R- Republican Party has taken its eye off the ball and blocking and tackling, because the Republican Party has never blocked and tackled. That long before Donald Trump got there, we were bad at it. So that part of it, I'm not going to blame on Trump, but there's some truth to what you're saying in this way. Uh, what's a great example I can use of this? Oh, I've got one. So Tom Brady. You, you know who Tom Brady is, even if you don't watch football. Tom Brady, greatest quarterback of all time. As much as that hurts me to say as a, Hey, I watched my Giants beat him. Anyway, Tom Brady, greatest quarterback of all time. Comfortably. There's not really a debate on that now. He's got, what, seven Super Bowls. But I read a fascinating article one time explaining how Tom Brady hurt in the long run. Obviously, overall, he did good. But in the long run, he actually did some damage to the New England Patriots organization. Why? Well, Tom Brady is so good, is so amazing at what he did, that it allowed this little thing and that little thing that's important to slip through the cracks. And so you, let's say you're the offensive coordinator. You could put in an extra hour of film work this week, but why? We're playing the Cleveland Browns. Tom Brady's going to score 50 on them. No, I think I'll instead go home, take the wife out to dinner instead. Hey, we should, uh, let's do an extra hour of work in the draft. Make sure we're getting the next prospect. Yeah, but we don't really have to worry about quarterback, right? We got Tom Brady. We're all set there forever. We got the greatest of all time. When you have a political phenom like Trump, and again, I don't care if you hate him. He is a phenom. He, He comes out of nowhere. Well, not nowhere, but... Does not come from a political background, blows up the political scene, takes over the GOP. What happened, and this goes way beyond just other politicians, the pundits on our side and the other side, they can not improve themselves, and not focus on other things that matter because Trump is so big and so bombastic and so interesting. He's all you're worried about at all. Like People talk all the time right now about CNN drowning in the ratings. It's not complicated why CNN's drowning in the ratings and they're firing everybody and firing everybody and firing everybody. If you're on television, I'm on TV every single night, 9 p.m. Eastern. On the first, I'm on TV. If you're on television, it's just like radio – there's a lot of competition. You have so many options right now, whether you're listening to me live, whether you're listening to the podcast version, you don't have to be here. There's a million other things you can do. You had better be interesting. You had better be saying things that either inspire people or people uh, find interesting or people find funny. Whatever the case may be, you are in the interesting business. There's a ton of competitors for your eyeballs. But CNN, when Donald Trump gets into power, because he's so interesting... They can just talk Trump twenty four seven, and Democrats will sit and hate watch CNN twenty four seven. Oh yeah, Trump's the antichrist. Trump's the antichrist twenty four seven, and therefore your hosts they're getting soft and lazy because they could just go rage on Trump all day long. Your talent people who are supposed to be you're supposed to be out there finding the next star, you're not looking that hard. Well, why? Our ratings are fine. We just raged on Trump all night last night. Everyone watched. It was great. Same thing on the right though. You see this all over the radio, all over television. You see it everywhere. Even local activists fell into this thing. Trump got was so big and so popular and so interesting that you didn't focus on other things that matter a lot. I used to warn about this all the time, all the time. When Trump was president, I would warn when I would talk to uh, young up-and-comers with, that are trying to get into radio or TV, and they they'd ask me, "Hey Jesse, what do I do? What's some advice?" I would warn people all the time, brother. I love Trump. You love Trump. If you can't sit down and do a one-hour podcast or a three-hour radio show or TV show without mentioning Donald Trump's name, if you can't do that consistently, you're not going to make it. He's seventy-seven. No matter what, win, lose or draw, he's gone soon. And if you spend all of your time as a party, as a pundit, as a anything, focusing only on Donald Trump, Trump this, Trump that, and now it's love Trump, hate Trump, blah, 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 all, the, all the time. If you spend all your time talking about Trump, you forget to block and tackle. By the time Trump's gone, you won't even know how to block and tackle. When he's gone, What's left of you? Your brain is going to have just rotted into melted, uninteresting goo because you never, ever, ever focused on the other things that matter. I actually don't blame Trump for it. Not as it, not personally, as if it's his fault, but in a lot of ways it has hurt. How in the world are we still this pathetic at the ground game out there? And everyone only wants to focus on Trump this and Trump that and Trump that. How about a get-out-the-vote effort? How about a fundraising arm? How about let's tighten up the messaging across the board? 50 states, what's working, what's not working, what's the... Instead, it's, are you MAGA? Are you too MAGA? I'm anti-MAGA. I'm MAGA enough. Oh, my gosh, barf. There are gigantic, not just America-changing, world-changing things happening right now at the moment. And they're so much bigger than any one race, any one man, anyone, anything. And if we, if we just choose to focus on Tom Brady, then we are going to forget about the blocking and the tackling. And when Tom Brady retires or goes to the Buccaneers or wherever he ended up going soon, well, how are those Patriots doing since Tom Brady left? I don't even watch football anymore. I don't, I haven't seen them. It's weird. I haven't. Seen any deep playoff runs? Huh. Guess I'll have to look again. From Super Bowls every year to no more deep playoff runs. Why? Well, he was so great. He allowed you to set some things aside. And even a coach as great as Bill Belichick can't cover that up. It has hurt us and it's going to continue hurting us moving forward if we make everything, for better or worse, whether you're a Trump hater or Trump fan, if we make everything about one man, we're going to fail. And I, and I understand another reason we do it. And I've talked about this before on the show. I do understand why we do it. If you get somebody who says the things you want and, 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 and he's, he, you think he wants what you want and believes what you believe, it's easy to just take all that hard work you should be doing and hand it off to him because he'll handle it for you. Yeah, Trump Trump stands for what I stand for. Go Trump! Okay, we have a a city council election in a month. Would you mind coming out and knocking on some doors or doing stuff for us? Nope, Trump, MAGA, too busy. It, It allows us all, myself included, it allows us all to pass the buck on the hard work. We feel like, well, nope, I picked my guy. Work's done. It's over. Just vote Trump. It doesn't work that way. We got blocking and tackling to do and if you want to help trump if you're a trump person you want to help trump best thing you can do to help trump is that blocking and tackling now let's do discuss a point i've made before about moving and let's discuss the endorsement primary on primary fighting that's going on right now hang on the jesse kelly show it is the Jesse Kelly Show. Remember, tomorrow is an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Get your questions. Ask me anything. All three hours dedicated to your questions. Ask me anything at Jesse at Jessikellyshow.com. Dome. She was asked about going to the moon. I just spoke yesterday with astronaut Glover. Do you guys know who he is? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's about to go on the Artemis II mission to circle the moon. I just talked to him yesterday, right? Why is she so awkward? It's always so awkward. All right, all right, all right. All right. So, uh, one more thing, because then we're going to get to a couple more questions about that Supreme Court race, what it means to the presidency. We're going to point to New York and tell you again why it's an example of something. We have a bunch of stuff to get to, but... The primary between Trump and DeSantis. Representative Byron Donalds of Florida, great dude, endorsed Trump today. Thomas Massey, great dude. One of the few great There aren't very many great dudes in the House or the Senate. Endorsed Ron DeSantis today. And I just want to remind everyone of something right now. If one of the good guys endorses someone you don't like, that's okay. We are building an anti communist coalition. So maybe you hate Trump's guts. Again, that's your business. I don't care. Maybe you hate Trump's guts, but Byron Donald's endorsing Trump doesn't make Byron Donald's all of a sudden some worthless loser you should toss aside. Thomas Massey endorsing Ron DeSantis if you're a huge Trump fan doesn't mean DeSantis or doesn't mean Massey's a rhino. Massey's one of the greats we have out there who has been a leading voice for us, especially when it comes to COVID and freedom and spending and the vaccines. Remember this. The candidates are going to fight, and that's a good thing. They're going to toss all kinds of poop at each other like a couple monkeys in the zoo. Just just let them just toss all that poop. The supporters of Donald Trump and the supporters of Ron DeSantis are your people. Whichever camp you fall in, they're your people. Don't let your differences between the candidates bleed over into saying things like, Ron DeSantis' people are rhinos, or, or, or Donald Trump's people are MAGA idiot cultists. No, most of those people want what you want. They're patriots. They think like you think. There's not a ton of daylight in between the stances of the candidates, which is why things get so heated. And and look, again, and I want them to be heated in a primary. Beat each other up. You're both rental cars. I'll use you both to get where I want to go. I'm only interested in anti-communism. Don't let your animosity towards the other side, whatever that is, bleed over into dumping on the supporters. Uh, Trump's people are MAGA idiots. Dude, have you ever been to a Trump rally? I have. Trump's people are friggin' wonderful. Even if you're hardcore in the DeSantis camp, they're wonderful. They're your people. Same with the DeSantis people. I know so many people in both camp. Wonderful. Patriots want what you want. Don't get yourself worked up about endorsements from this or endorsements from that good for you go support your guy remember it's not the supporters who need to be clashing with each other now before we get to this wisconsin thing because somebody's very confused how's it possible we win all this school board races and things we get a, a state senate, supermajority in the state senate of Wisconsin, yet we lose the critical race that might have ended our chances at the presidency in 2024. How's that happen? I'll talk about that in a moment. I just want to point something else out because before we talk about that, we have to do the most important thing we do on this show, and that's pointing out where I'm right about something and where I've been right about something. Two different headlines here. New York governor walks back push to weaken climate law after an uproar, and Mayor Adams downplays fixing New York bail reform as a bumper sticker slogan. This is what I'm trying to get through to every Democrat who listens to this show. And what I know you're trying to get through to the Democrats who are in your life. You think... You think that there is some saving the Democrat Party, that there are these moderate Democrats out there who are more moderate on the issues, and that if we just kind of get away from the radicals and get back to the more normal Democrats, that, that everything will work itself out. But I'm here to tell you now, and you need to hear me, and this is not a defense of Republicans, there is no such thing as a moderate Democrat now. They're all communists. Why? Because even if they want to be moderates, even if Eric Adams runs for office, and he did as being the more tough-on-crime Democrat, we're going to clean this stuff up. As I've told you a thousand times, the power structure of the Democrat Party is communism. So once he gets into office, the powers that be, even if he wanted to crack down and lock up violent criminals and do this, even if he really genuinely wants that. And he might. He will never be allowed to do that, ever, because the communists who run the party won't let him. So the murders are going to continue. We have a brand. New York has a brand. Kansas doesn't have a brand. Kathy Hochul gets handed some climate change law, which is, of course, just a, a furtherance of the genocidal green movement. And the law is insane. It's going to bankrupt the state of New York. It's insane. Anyone with the brain can look at it. And so she looks at it and says, okay, well, hey, we'll, we'll do some of this, but let, let's back off some other parts, guys. Some of this are, are way too radical. She gets whipped back into line in 30 seconds and backs off of it. Doesn't matter how moderate you think she is or wants to be. She's not allowed to be one now. There is no more Democrat Party. There's simply communism. All right? Now, a little bit more on Wisconsin. Hang on. What, Chris? We can make jokes. It's fine. You got that right. The Jesse Kelly Show dot org. focus mood libido maximize your masculinity at chalk.com use the code jesse for a massive discount on any subscription for life c-h-o-q.com code jesse for lifetime savings on any subscription limited time offer subscriptions cancelable at any time hey everyone it's ted from consumer cellular the guy in the orange sweater and this is your wake-up call if you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. It's The Jesse Kelly Show reminding you if you missed any part of the show, you can catch the whole thing on i. Google, Spotify, and iTunes. Do you hear Janet yelling today? You're, you're going to drive the debt
0: from somewhere around 32 trillion up to about 50 trillion dollars. Correct? Yes, but what what I believe is the single most important important metric for judging the fiscal stance of the country is real net interest as a share of GDP.
1: Okay. So, so a, are you concerned
0: when you GDP. when you're taking the debt from 32 to 50 trillion dollars? Are you concerned who's going to buy that debt and also at what rate they'll expect to be compensated for buying riskier and riskier debt? Are you concerned about that? Well, if the net interest, real net interest cost of the debt remains low relative to GDP and we're on a sustainable fiscal. Well, we're, we're not. Or, we're not. We're not on a well, sustainable. I, path. Fifty trillion dollars.
1: Wrap your mind around this. The interest on the debt. Interest on the debt. We are rapidly approaching the point where we're going to be borrowing money to pay interest on the debt in massive numbers like you can't possibly imagine. This is why, look, I'm always passionate about spending and we'll get to Wisconsin here in a second. Um, I don't talk a bunch about spending because it's very boring and the numbers are so big and most people just don't care because they've heard these warnings forever, but they've never actually experienced a disaster when it comes to it. Man, if the world moves off the dollar for reserve currency and people stop buying the debt or, look, a variety of other situations, we are going to see a United States of America that is drastically different than the one we have now and... Wow, is that going to be a wake-up call for everybody? Whoa. Well, what are you going to do? Both parties go spend. Republicans, Democrats, doesn't matter who's in charge. It's trillion-dollar bill after trillion-dollar bill. Nobody cuts spending. If you even threaten to reduce the spending increase that's already been written into law, everyone on both sides freaks out, and they back off. And hey, when when the day finally comes, when the other shoe drops... We'll be regretting those decisions. Jesse, I'm rather confused and hoping you can explain something to me. In the Wisconsin election, Tuesday conservatives kept the supermajority in the state Senate, won a majority of school board seats, won all the ballot proposals concerning crime and welfare, yet the liberal Supreme Court candidate wins in a landslide. How does that work? I've had so many of these emails written into the show of people not understanding how that works because everything he just said there is true. Wisconsin was actually a huge success except for the most important seat that probably cost us the presidency. How does that happen? Well, there's something about politics that is very, very difficult for me to accept, but it is now something that I understand. And it may be the same for you. This will be difficult to accept, but you need to understand it. People, you know how we always talk about our failures in part come from putting our values on the communists. We talk about this when it comes to children all the time. Why are they always after the kids? Why is this teacher talking about these kids belong to us? And that teacher's talking about we need to break them away from their parents and and the Why are they always after the kids? We, we, we get confused by it because you would never, it would never occur to you if some kid was acting up in a, in a restaurant to go over there and just swat him on the rear end or ground him for a week or something. It would never occur to you. You may whisper to a buddy or your spouse, Hey, man, someone needs to straighten that kid up, but you would never do anything. That's someone else's child. It it would never occur to you to do that. And I'm glad. Don't, don't do that. But we don't realize it would never occur to them. To not do that, they look at you when you sit down at Denny's, or I'm sorry, I know you're you're not low end like that. When you sit down at Red Lobster, and you are with your spouse and your kids, and you bow your head and pray before the meal, you know that they're looking across the restaurant at you, and they're thinking, "Man, we got to fix that. Those kids, we need we need to teach them that's wrong. We got we got." You don't think like that, and it seems so evil and absurd, and it is so evil and absurd, that it's hard to accept that other people do think like that. The communist does think that. Your children should belong to him. That's how he believes. That's what he believes. So let's take this to the polls, because you see this happening all over. It just happened in Arizona during the midterms. You had all these Republicans who were winning, and then Kerry Lake loses? How's that happen? And you just saw it in Wisconsin on Tuesday with that devastating Supreme Court thing. All these Republican wins? And then a communist now sits on the Wisconsin Supreme Court? So, Jesse, are you telling me people went in and they voted to be tough on crime and they voted for this Republican and that Republican and then voted for a communist? Yep. That's what I'm telling you. Now, that to me sounds insane. I I could never wrap my mind around that because just like you, I vote on the issues that matter. I don't even ever vote for the man. You know that. I don't care about any of these people. Use all politicians like rental cars. No matter who they are, I don't care about them. But I vote on issues. You vote on issues. You have specific things you want done in your community, in your state, in your nation. And you will go vote for the candidate who will do those things or at least promises to do those things before they go screw us over in Washington, D.C., that's not how other people vote. I have had people, when I was running for office, I remember I didn't get active in politics and still, until I started running for Congress, uh, gosh, 2009, I believe that was. And since then, I've been an, I've been an activist in politics. Either I w- was running for office or I've worked for this political group. And obviously, you know, I went back to real life, normal life, selling RVs and stuff like that, but was always still active as much as possible. I have had people tell me they voted for someone or voted against someone for some of the most insane reasons you've ever heard in your life. I had one lady tell me one time she didn't vote for a senator. This was back in Arizona, a guy who was running for Senate. No, no, I didn't vote for him. And this is a dyed-in-the-wool Republican. And it was a Republican who was running for Senate back then. I didn't vote for him. And I I thought to myself, because he was the more conservative candidate. I thought, well, okay, maybe he's too far to the right for her or something like that. And so I asked her, what is it? Is it his border stance? Cause he was a big, you know, build the wall, deport everybody guy. Was it his border stance? Was it? And I really was, I was trying to understand. And she looked at me straight faced without even blinking and said, oh, he just reminds me of my ex-husband. I, as you can imagine, I just kind of stood there with my jaw hanging half open. I, I said, so well, hold on. So did you leave it blank? No, I voted for the Democrat. So you went, walked in and you voted for every Republican and then the Democrat because somebody who doesn't even know your ex-husband reminds you of him? Are you serious? With a straight face, she said, absolutely. People will vote for or against people for a variety of, a variety of reasons that sound insane to you. And insane to me. People will go in and vote for this guy, but not that guy, and this guy, and not that guy. We have to understand. We always have to understand, as maddening as it is for you and me, we have to understand we are dealing with so many people who don't vote logically. You are a logical person. They are not. The people who decide elections, and this is what's scary, the people who decide elections are not. You're the hyper-informed tip of the spear, but I've got bad news for you. You're the one percenter. 90% of this population, they half pay attention, and they vote for things that don't make any sense to a one percenter like you who knows the issues and knows what you want and knows why you want it. And that's tough for us to accept, but it is what it is. All right, now let's do talk about... Another blocking and tackling thing we missed. And just a heads up, it's not going to be negative. It's going to be positive. A way we need to think about things differently. Let's also talk about your personal safety. I know you saw, I'm not going to give out his name. It just wouldn't be right. But I know you probably saw in the news about another horrific stabbing. Someone dead. There are wolves around you at all times now. All of us now. It's just the way it is. Maybe you don't think that. Maybe you think, no, Jesse, I'm in a nice little spot. Go look up the sex offender registry. Put in your zip code. You're not in a nice little spot. You're surrounded by wolves. Your wife is, your mom is, your dad is, your brother is, your daughter is. They're surrounded by wolves. Buy a hero gun or a hero arrow, non-lethal. Don't need a concealed carry permit and carry it on you everywhere. When you jog... When you're going out at night, when you're, whatever you're doing on you at all times, hero2020.com code Jesse gets you a special discount. State restrictions may apply. Truth, attitude, Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Thursday. Remember, tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Get your questions emailed in now to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Left-wing group courted young Wisconsin voters on dating apps. Dating apps. These are not something I'm experienced with because this era came about after I was off that market. But online dating is a big thing. They, the communists, are so far ahead of us that they're out there grabbing new communists on dating apps. Again, this is not to bring you down or anyone down. This is to wake us up that we have so much work to do to get caught up with them. Work that does not involve, believe it or not, bumper stickers and rallies. Those are fine, and I encourage you to go to rallies. That's not politics, That's not what wins. Listen to this. Jesse, I live in Eclair County in Wisconsin. I think that's how you say that. I voted for Dan Kelly. I'm hearing on the local news that the biggest turnout for the election is in the ward of Eclair where the college is. I believe I heard 80%, but the majority voted uh, left, of course. I imagine Madison and Milwaukee is the same. I am feeling defeated. After the governor election, I looked at the county results map. And Evers won only one in 15 counties out of 72. I can't totally understand how this is possible. And then he says, I should share a story about the college here in Eclair. They have a drag show every year. My wife tells me before you enter the event room, they have recruits there and tables set up asking if they can help people getting guests registered to vote and how to vote. I don't know if they push for voting left, but you know people who attended drag shows tend to vote for this. His name is Eric. This is something that we have fallen very, very short on on our side, and I understand why we have, but we must change our way of thinking. The communist looks at because he's always seeking power and always seeking new ways. He would always, remember the communist who wrote in, or the former communist who wrote in yesterday and said, hey, we used to seek out after-school events where they're just looking for parents to come volunteer. Well, the communist looks at that as an opportunity to get to your child. I get back to the values, how we don't share them. You would never go volunteer for that reason. You might go to help out the school or look out for the kids, but you wouldn't go for that reason. Let me ask you something. You go to church, Synagogue, you one of the Muslims who listen to the show? When's the last time your mosque, synagogue, or church had a voting drive at its location? You don't have to, that's not, by the way, you're allowed to do that. You don't have to push it. You're not allowed to push for one party or the other. But when is the last time the leadership of your church set up a table out front To register people to vote and make sure they knew when the next election was and whatnot, and maybe, maybe you're sitting there right now as I say that and saying to yourself, "Oh, Jesse, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about. We don't want to do that. It's, it's today's the Passover and it, it's Easter weekend coming up. It's Easter weekend coming up. More people will darken the doors of your church on Saturday and Sunday than at any day in the rest of the year." And it makes us feel icky to take that as an opportunity to change the direction of our culture. We shy away. We think these things are icky because it just doesn't feel right or for for whatever the reason may be. We think these things are icky, but they are constantly out there raising an army. They're out there recruiting at all times. There's an after-school program, they're recruiting. There's a drag show, they're recruiting. They'll set up outside of concerts that aren't even political at all. Oh, Taylor Swift concert in town. They're sinking money in, grabbing volunteers. They're recruiting every 18-year-old moron who walks into the Taylor Swift concert. Go, Taylor! Vote Democrat! You even mentioned setting up a voter registration booth at the churches on the right and they'll recoil in horror. Oh, no, Jesse, not on, not on Easter week. This is the week. This is when we have to do these things. And if, if we are unwilling to do things that make us uncomfortable, because that may make you uncomfortable. And if it does, I want to be clear. I understand that. But if we're unwilling to do it because it makes us uncomfortable, then it's over. They are so far ahead of us. They'll get on, what are these dating apps called, Chris? What are the apps? Tinder's one. I've heard of Tinder. They'll get on a Tinder. They'll get on a, uh, the, the Tinder app and do the Tinder stuff. What do you call them? Tins or something, Chris? What you, well, what am I asking you for? Michael, what do you call it? Uh, what do you call a thing on Tinder? Swipe right is a good thing. Uh, they'll, they'll do the swipe right stuff. And it's swipe right. Oh, go out with this dime. Take her to Red Lobster on Friday and register Democrat. We, we find out that you can register voters at church and we go, oh no, that's not what Jesus would want. Are you sure about that? If we're not going to take the necessary steps to recruit our own armies locally, then what are we doing? Gun shops, another great place. Where's the voter registration at a big gun shop blowout? Where is it? In your town. These areas where people on the right will congregate need to become areas all of us, myself included, focus on as if we intend to recruit an army that will win because they are recruiting an army that will win. He's 100% right about this. They'll go find the most radical college in town, and they don't look at them like a bunch of useless hippies. They look at them like fresh recruits, and they bring them into the fold, and these morons will go start voting Democrat until the country burns. That's not to beat us down. It's to wake us up that in order to combat what we're facing right now, we are going to have to do things and do them in ways different than we've done them before. I've got bad news for you. You know, I encourage you to go to Trump rallies all the time, even if you hate him, because they're wonderful communities and wonderful people, and they'll make you feel better and stuff like that. But I've got news for you. They don't help anything electorally. Nothing. Joe Biden just (coughs) won the presidency from his basement while trump was filling up stadiums rallies mean nothing i'm glad you go they're important for community they mean nothing go register people to vote set up a voting booth the, Look, we're going to walk through this together we're going to learn through this together but this is the blocking and tackling we must do and if we feel like we're above it or that's too icky or we won't do it well, it's over that's the case and i uh, just want to play this little tidbit again so if we really want to prevent the next pandemic oh that's not the right one sorry this one you're going to drive the debt from somewhere around
0: 32 trillion up to about 50 trillion dollars correct
1: yes but have you called oxford gold group 50 trillion in debt you know what happens to the dollar when that number keeps climbing you think this is bad inflation oh my gosh you can't even imagine are we ready are you financially ready That 401k of yours, you worked your whole life for it. You're going to let these people waste it? Your IRA? Oxford Gold will get precious metals in there. They'll send gold and silver coins to your front door, which you really need to have those right now. They make it easy, real straightforward. It's laid back. Call Oxford Gold today. 833-995-GOLD. 833-995. 995 gold oxford i've worked with these guys forever i sent my own father there family friends they're they're just terrific 833995 three, gold For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse.
0: Hey, have you ever
1: used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With
0: Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning.